then let's forget what we should have done earlier and continue with what we should do now. feel you there hack it up hack it up this is gonna be a it's gonna be a nice stuffy episode for all you (laughs) listeners out there thankfully we are not uh carrying the plague just a different type of plague yeah just the normal it's dumb weather and the climate is fucking doomed kind of i think it's honest i came so we drove back from my parents house the last two days we stopped over in ohio to stay the night with lucy's dad again and um the entire time we were driving, it was like this terrifyingly thick fog, like at some points coming through, because you go through a little bit of Appalachia on the western side of PA, and then uh, you come through some of those low mountains. They dug tunnels through them, and on the other side of the tunnel, all you see is this terrifying, like, empty fog, like you don't know what's coming out of it. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, we survived, that, obviously. Yeah, I'll, I'll- <laughs> yeah, clearly. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I've, there's been some fog like that here in St. Louis. Uh, this morning when I was driving home, it was like every traffic light showed up about 50 feet away from where I was <laughs> driving to it. Right. It was just invisible in the meantime. And you're like, ah, red. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> it's all good. This perk of driving home at 6 a.m. is no one else is out there, true, especially true. 6 a.m. on New Year's Eve. Oh, yeah. No one's there. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, other than being sick, uh, not much happened. We got to see each other in person recently. In so person, to all your listeners, IRL we got, life. We got to have that experience. Sorry we didn't life record life. any in-person stuff for you. That could have been fun, but we had other priorities. Yeah, just hanging out. I, I'm, you know, it's, I, I go back to St. Louis and I have mixed feelings about it. I feel like sometimes I want to, because all you, you're there and my family's there and it's like, obviously I want to be around you guys. But then and I we have a much wider selection of restaurants. Oh, yeah. The food in St. Louis is so much better. Even the like, you know, people talk about Philly food and I'm like, you know what? You're missing out, guys. Is this you your good cop- cheesesteak? Yeah, I mean, but you can make a cheesesteak anywhere, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like five ingredients. Not even. It's like bread. It's cheese. It's onions. If you're smart, it's uh, steak. Obviously, Who doesn't put onions in a Philly cheesesteak. I don't know. Insane people. It's whiz wit every day. Uh, not every day you'll die but every time you get one but yeah unfortunately the downside to living in st louis is that if you travel even like a millimeter outside of the city limits suddenly it's like oh everyone hates black people Mm -hmm. it's uh a a city filled with a lot of issues plus you know like part of my part of my hang-up um and honestly this this kind of this uh christmas trip was a little weird because we didn't do quite as I mean, it's Omicron stuff was kind of shutting a lot of stuff down, but we didn't do the same kind of big family events. Like, we didn't, like, hang out quite as much. Um, But, like, I don't know. I, I feel like part of what gets me about Philly is that, you know, even though every city in America has absolute shit transit, like, this one has less shit transit than St. Louis, which has... I mean, the technically, worst. Two as, lines, far as, metro, but... as far as major metro cities go, St. Louis has got to be some of the worst. Oh, so transit. awful. Like the buses are trash. And then the... well, and they've, cut, they've cut bus routes back since COVID. So there's even <sighs> less of them. Of course. 
So I wasn't, yeah, I haven't even lived there during COVID times, so it's gotten worse. Great. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, I'm glad I got a car somewhere along the way because it, getting public transit to my work would be would be like oh, a two and a half two hour commute yeah. every day. Jesus. The two, five, five if you count both, so five right. hours extra Too every late. day. Yeah, God, fuck that. No. It's like, it takes me about, back when I still took transit to a job and I was walking an extra two miles at the edge of it because I was like, whatever, I'm not doing this. It was more like a mile and a half, um, which honestly kind of nice because I just got my little, a little a few steps in before going into work and then, you know, I could walk as slowly as I needed to as I dreaded the sitting down to that desk. But um, it, it still only took me about, yeah, I don't know, an hour and 10 minutes, which... Sucks, yeah, I mean, well, I mean like, two, honestly, I used to walk uh, two miles to a job back when I lived in uh, Kirksville for college, and yeah. uh, that was only about 40, 40 minutes each way. Yeah, that's 45 maybe. Right. Having maybe a little, closer to 50, but still. Yeah. Having a little, like, 25-minute walk before yeah. work is kind of nice. I Not know, the I'm worst, okay with that's it. for sure. But, I mean, now that my job is also standing and walking, I'm glad yeah. that I have <laughs> transport. Because otherwise I'd get there and be like, I'm already tired on my feet. Now I have to be on my feet some more. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um. But yeah, uh, I guess that's uh, – we're about ready to get going. So uh, happy New Year's, everyone. Happy New Year. It's I'm probably going to be good now, I bet. I'm Kyle. Oh, yeah. 2022 <laughs> is going to be totally uh, – just like 2021 was so, so much better because Biden got elected and so everything's fixed. 2022 is only better things from here. Only good years from here on out. We had those two bad years. No no more, the, no uh, more bad years. Fair, there, was, there was four years of an orange man and uh, all four yeah, of those yeah, years. Yeah, were, yeah, yeah. Like, 2016 was so much worse than now <laughs> because orange man. Well, I guess 2017, but still. 2017, yeah. 2017 was just way worse than right now, all because of Orange Man. I even though you could go outside and yeah, not have you a could panic attack, go into a crowded bar, and yeah, and, and there are still the same amount of racists walking around now as there were in 2017. <laughs> yeah, except now that they're allowed to shoot a bit more, or at least they've been publicly val- validated in their shooting at people. But it's okay. We're totally going to investigate January 6th and fix it. We're going to get all those people. We're going to get them all rounded up and uh, <laughs> all say, the important people. hey, don't do that. And, <laughs> Quit. Uh, hey, yeah. you, I'm going to give you a 10-month sentence for taking a fart in Chuck Schumer's bathroom. Yeah. yeah. No, but it's, uh, uh, fuck everybody it's else and all the other important things that I said I was going to make. Yeah, well, I mean, it's not. They're not even going to do anything to January sixth. That those people will receive no effective consequences. They're just going to talk about it for a long time and then say, "Cool, we did our due diligence." Yeah, I think if they were not talking about them, that'd be fine. Because I like, I don't really care what they did. Yeah. They didn't do uh, anything. I mean, they busted through the thing, but that was a failure of. I mean, if you know, failure in scare quotes of uh, the security that they had there that wasn't even like you know people still calling it a coup just drives me insane it's like it was a coup it was an insurrection i was like it was a bunch of old people who took selfies in the capital yeah and i mean of course we can't talk about how it's a failure to uh the security that was there because 
uh, touching on the topic of this episode, mm-hmm. the cops can do no wrong. Cops can do we, no we have wrong. To accept, we have to accept that it was clearly the evils of those people and not that our police forces are incompetent. Right. Or and that all those... right wing support and who are actively supporting the insurrection in some cases, I'm sure. Right. Exactly. Or that uh, the top cops, the best cops, the FBI wouldn't have uh, just allowed that to go through because they had all the information beforehand and pulled out some of their Proud Boy plants. The fact that we knew it was going to happen and that still went down as it did just shows that there was no intention of ever raising consequences against these people. At the very most, there will be a few, you know, a couple dozen people. Yeah, sacrificial lambs. And then, um, I mean, they weren't exactly lambs. None of these are good people. None of those people who are doing that Jan 6 thing were good people. All right. How about sacrificial sacrificial, uh, uh, germs? Germs. Yeah, let's go with that. The sacrificial bacteria that they uh, just wiped with a little bit of uh, Lysol, but the rest of the the rest of the tables left uncleaned. Yeah, um, but yeah, on from January sixth, as we said, today's episode is about copaganda. Cop-aganda. The idea that our police force is uh, our most important uh, local resource. Uh, that we need to make sure they always have more funding, mm-hmm. more funding for the police, cut funding from schools, cut funding from everything else. Yep. Yeah, and uh, every single action movie you see, every single you know uh, advertisement uh, out there is all in favor of our fine officers. That thin blue line, which is uh, you know less likely to get shot on duty than a pizza driver. Right. Exactly. The thin crust line. <laughs> I like that a lot more, actually. Let's get a little uh, flat. Oh, there's uh, already. There's, oh, uh, there is? Fuck. Yeah, it's a, that's All a right. meme. Well, Sorry. No, I've I was been just... failed. I've been failed. I am unoriginal. No, it's not you. It's me <laughs> lacking know, just... my, uh, my uh, <laughs> meme knowledge. You don't get knowledge. enough memes. I don't get enough memes. That's really what I, what I need to be fulfilled in life. More memes. Yeah, that would fix everything. <laughs> but anyway, like all of my – so quite literally, almost all of my favorite shows are – I mean, they're like murder mysteries and shit. You know, I love Chinatown, although he's a PI and the cops in that are generally corrupt. So maybe that one's not bad. But, you know, think about like our favorite superhero is Batman and he is a vigilante, but he works with the cops, essentially. You know, the Commissioner Gordon puts up the fucking bat signal to bring him out. And it's important to note that Commissioner Gordon is uh, this beacon of justice and goodness because you know that's how cops are in real life right exactly uh, i mean well i mean even if you look at early batman like in the a lot of batman origin stories like the cops are corrupt until he gets there and sorts them out and then they all learn their lesson and they're yep. like we're gonna be good now yep it's like change at the here. top because <laughs> um, it's a it, a lot of these things they play on that that bad apple trope right they play on the good cops are the people that you know most 90, cops are just 99% generally good. of cops are good right, but there's right. that one guy oh that one stinker he's uh he's the reason that all this went down mm-hmm. and you know some of the most popular and the fact shows, that his partner was filming it and everyone else on the force refused to acknowledge it happened right yes. <laughs> exactly there that was it he was the only bad one but um it kind of like the propaganda is more i think insidious not even really because a lot of these things are just bald on their face you know they uh they show you exactly what they want you to think which is you know these cops are good people dealing with harsh issues that uh you know they're up against the 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 hardest things that 
American society has to offer, which I suppose in some instances is probably true because they're the biggest line item on any city's budget, and they're constantly the thing that we're told is the only solution to whatever problem we have, whether it's a mental health crisis, whether it's uh, drug issues, whether it's an actual violent crime. Right, houselessness. Uh, It's like... We need more police to fix all these things. Yeah, heaven forbid we actually have like localized community response, you Mm -hmm. know, that with with a focus on actually making sure that the people feel safe. That's that's the I guess that's the one of my key takeaways is never in my life have I seen a cop car and been like I feel safer now that this is nearby. I, it's always like I might suddenly my hands clench on ten and two and I'm like I'm gonna shit myself. Yeah, while I'm no, driving every, my car here. <laughs> every time I see a cop, I, whether I'm driving or not, I'm just like I almost seize up with with fear because it's like the there are I have any time I've been near a cop in uniform it's only ever been a bad experience it's only ever been you know they are essentially harassing either me or my friends or the people around us you know it's it never feels very um it never feels like they're protecting or serving which is you know typical mm-hmm. there's a uh, very little uh incentive for them to do more than cause fear tactics because that's what keeps them in you know the authoritative position that they want to be in and let's be fair most cops as individuals are just bullies who uh were like i want to keep being a high school bully but i'm an adult now how do Hmm. i do this well yeah i want to lock down a you know starting salary of fifty thousand after i uh you know get out of high school literally no training literally no training or you know at the max like what is it like six weeks of not even like basic training type stuff but just you know uh powerpoint presentations maybe eventually you get sprayed in the face with a little bit of pepper spray but never never to the extent is what we saw over the summer and over i mean every day in america where you see kids young kids in like schools get pepper sprayed by these cops it's, and then, if, and then, I mean, but we all, whenever those big pepper spray type events happen, we throw it like that. You remember that Pepsi campaign? We throw this like white whitewash over it. That's <laughs> like, oh, it's, uh, it's, it was. We can spin this as let's make the cops be more peaceful and loving, and then we'll all be happy together, and that'll work great. Yeah, that'll change everything. Uh, you know, it's, it's. There's definitely an insidious uh, aspect to it where it's just so. Like, cop media is just everywhere. It's, you know, Brooklyn yeah. Nine-Nine. It's all of your NCIS. It's all of your procedurals that you get to see. They're, it's either, you know, uh, ER-type medicine, medical dramas or, you know, shit like Chicago 911 or, you know, the kinds of the uh, kinds of shows that, that glorify and try and personalize or try and humanize the uh the ex- the experiences of cops and i mean of law or even like you were talking about superhero movies a lot of, even like the marvel movies that don't tend to have a lot of police force people in them the superheroes are a stand-in for oh yes look mm-hmm. at what cops can be let's if we supported our beliefs and let them truly do what they needed to do they could defend us against alien super threats 
We now go live to the mayor of Balaclavaville on the steps of City Hall. Thank you, everyone, for coming out today. I have a very important announcement regarding our newest budget proposal. Going forward, we're planning to give a higher portion of this city's revenue to our most underfunded department. Mr. Mayor, can we expect an increase in funding for our school district? Mr. Mayor, are you planning to give a bigger share to homeless shelters? Mr. Mayor, I know I'm walking into a trap, but you did say something underfunded. Will you be allocating more money for public transit? No, no, all of those have plenty of money. And honestly, they could use to be a little less greedy if you ask me. Why, collectively, those make up almost 1% of our annual budget. No, it's come to my attention that our police force is drastically behind the times and needs more money. You can't be serious. You increased the budget for them less than a year ago. They literally make up over half of our tax revenue allotment. Is it perhaps your plan to restructure their funding to mandate access to proper training before our cops are given a gun and free run of the streets? Not at all. The real problem is that even after the recent increase to their funding, they're still woefully unprepared for what could be on the horizon. I don't know if any of you have seen those Warvel movies, but the cops in those movies didn't have nearly the technology needed to fight those space aliens. So, to clarify, you want to fund our police until they can afford super weapons. Why, that's exactly it. The way I see it, this can only end well for the community. That is incredibly stupid. Police-related murders are already skyrocketing. Think how much more dangerous they'll be when they have lasers and genetic enhancements. Hey now, don't be ridiculous. We've only had one convicted police murderer in our proud city's illustrious history. Mr. Mayor, correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't that cop also a serial killer and still only sentenced to 10 years? Don't bother. You're absolutely right. That guy is actually on the force a couple cities over now, and there have been numerous disappearances over there since then, but none of them have been investigated. Oh, sure, there will always be bad apples, but he's not Balaclavaville's problem anymore. Anyway, all the rest of our cops have been completely cleared of anything murder-related. Why, when they shot those people, it was always in self-defense. Mr. Mayor, returning to the issue at hand, are you concerned that giving police access to these potentially excessive resources will lead them to feeling safer performing what they see as acts of vigilantism? Yeah, like I was saying, the police are violent enough as is. If they have super reflexes, what's to stop them from acting like that Skull comic book character they all idolize, the, uh, the, uh, the abuser? The Consequencer. It's actually quite cool. Well, don't freak that up right now. I, uh, I certainly don't endorse vigilante justice, but either way, law-abiding citizens will have nothing to fear. If these black people, um, <clears throat> if these people don't want bullets to the head, they shouldn't be walking around with individual nuggets of marijuana, or jaywalking, or having cell phones and candy bars that look too much like guns. Mr. Mayor, you said this was the plan for the budget. Is there's still time to reallocate those resources for a cause that the voting populace would actually support? Yes, we are accepting alternate proposals. You have until noon today to submit these to my office, which will open again as soon as this speech is done. But it's 11.59. Exactly. I did what was best for my city. Trust me, you'll all be thanking me when the alien invaders show up or terrorists with superpowers start flooding the streets. And there's the bell tower chime. Thank you all for coming out. 
I'll be taking no further questions. Mr. Mayor, this seems to be Mr. Mayor, Mr. Mayor, I don't Wait, think are you serious? Are the cops going to start getting laser beams? Mr. Mayor, can I get some of that super super flight potion? Are they going to fly? Yeah, for real. It's, um, and I don't know if that's like, if that's what people are. I I think it's less conscious. I think people like see that and they they realize like oh this is the idealized cop. This is the the this is Captain America. This is uh the good guy in the story and he, you know, supports law and order. You know, it's the kind of thing where you take in you take in virtues and you take in uh beliefs at a more um I don't know, like through osmosis more so than through blatant propaganda while this is obviously you know still propaganda it's just not i say it's not but then like i i end up i try and watch uh i try and watch a premier league game on the usa network because nbc has all the games scattered across a bunch of different uh i guess channels and what what is it i see i end up seeing like not NCIS, but some cop show. And the other day, it was just like this guy, just wa- this cop, just wailing on somebody, just beating the living shit out of him. And then one cop goes over and he's like, all right, that's enough. And then they drag the other guy off, who's I, I, I assumed a, a drug addict. It's what it looked like. And uh, yeah, they just beat the shit out of him and then normalize it and allow it to sit there and l- allow you to watch that. Right before commercial break, right before it sends you into your sports, your sports. Well, if he didn't, if he didn't want to get the shit beat out of him by cops, he shouldn't have been trying to escape from the misery of his everyday life. Yeah, that's that. We we can't have that. Mm-hmm. Drugs are bad, folks. All drugs, all the time. If you take, if you take one single marijuana leaf, you deserve your life in prison sentence. I've accepted so, it. <laughs> yeah. um, no, seriously. But uh, even like you were saying, uh, like in cop TV shows, like uh, NCIS, stuff like that, it shows the police as these very competent, very like high responsive, you know, oh, they're there. Or even in non-cop shows where when a cop is involved, like if someone has to call the cops in a movie or show, the cops are there two minutes later. They they start sorting the problem out. Very, right. very effective response. Very thorough. That doesn't – that's that's not real life. No. I mean if anybody's ever co- called the cops, it takes – Depending on your neighborhood, it really de- takes like hours sometimes. Um, I mean, I had I had a break in at my place where my stuff was tra- – my- so I had this meth head neighbor for a bit, and he was a bit of a screwball. And uh, he broke into my place, smashed a bunch of stuff, shattered everything. Cops came about an hour after. So I got home from work. It's all – everything is all thrown about like it's a big mess. Um, cops come by about an hour after I've called them. And they look around and they say, well, we, we uh, can't like find any hard DNA evidence. So, um, yeah, sorry, there's nothing we can do. And they just they just leave. I'm like, cool, I have mm-hmm. all this damage and lost property and stuff, but thanks. Anyway, God, it is what yeah. it is. No, it's um, – and it's typical because people yeah, – like you said, it's they, they make these – it's almost like competence porn whenever you watch things like Bones or whatever. They're all just so smart and they all are divining the the issues that that face the police department. They figure it out so easily because – or if it's a hard problem and they have to you know sit on their laurels for a little bit, they eventually figure it out through some – some brief insight, some superhuman act of intelligence. But the reality is that these are all, these are all, like you said earlier, just 
just assholes that, you know, peaked somewhere around the end of high school and then wanted to uh, maintain some some sense of admiration by the community and some sense of importance, which I suppose is a normal thing to want. Um, But instead of uh, doing a normal thing, like, I don't know, going to a therapist or doing any kind of self, uh, you know, self-improvement, they just decided I'll do the thing that everybody supports because we've all supported it forever and I'll get a gun and people will look at me and they'll see my car and they'll see me and know that I'm yeah. a person of power and a person of privilege. Yeah, I'm a, I need to make sure I have uh, I need to make sure I have a job that gives me a gun so that I can compensate for my tiny tiny penis. Mm-hmm. Uh, Is that know. how I need and to I'm do not, it? I shouldn't be shaming people with tiny penises. That's, you know, <laughs> there are plenty of very good tiny penis people. Don't take it personally. I'm sorry that was a bad joke. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway. I won't take it personally, I promise. I mean, I know Kyle, you you struggle you struggle a lot with that, but <laughs> um no seriously. Uh um yeah, I mean, even in uh non-cop related media, we still have a lot of very like pro inf- uh, law enforcement uh sub subliminal messaging like in a lot of like vigilante justice type stuff, like those triple X movies, any of that kind of stuff. And the idea is basically, oh, if only we had a guy who could just willy-nilly shoot the people he needed to and get stuff done and then we could really s- clean up this country. Yeah, that's so much of a uh, um taking the Punisher the law. being a uh, the go-to example for right. oh look these all these cops and right-wing assholes who put this skull on their vehicle to show I'm so hard mm-hmm. yeah that's it it's this this impulse to uh, to take the law into their own hands and to to cut the red tape as it were of the actual legal framework that they're supposed to be upholding which is pretty intense to see like people who are supposedly a uh, an arbiter of the law and who will stand behind the law whenever it protects them obviously who will wait and force you to sit through a bunch of their bullshit and take you to court for the silly tiki taka shit of like oh your your taillight went out and you didn't fix it and so now you owe us $400 or some bullshit like that but then they will also where those fucking Punisher deals and say like, oh, but I am the real, I'm the thin blue line keeping you safe from all the, all the terrifying things of the world. And it's like, you're literally the first line of terror to me. Yeah, I'm more scared of any cop than of like traditional terrorists. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, 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 if somebody robs me, if somebody robs me on like just takes wants to take my shit and mugs me in the in the uh in an alleyway or off the street they can have the stuff off of me they can have my stuff if a cop does if a cop stops if a cop me, wants to quote unquote mug you yeah right. they can take they can take a they lot can more take thousands and they can follow and thousands it for of dollars me. Yeah. yeah or they can just sit you know, on the highways waiting for someone to be going 72 down a 70, yeah. you know, just <laughs> drop you 70 bucks in a ticket or more like every day it gets more and more. It's like $200 in a ticket yeah. <laughs> going like five over. And then there goes, uh, there goes no, I all, mean, your month's expenses. It's just fucked. Just fucked. But yeah. I mean, the disparity between the propaganda and reality is just so blatantly obvious. Like, we have – like for example, 
we have the most school shootings of any country and mm-hmm. we have the highest funded police of any country. How come these two things don't somehow cancel each other out? Right. You're supposed to be protecting and serving, but the protection doesn't extend past, I guess, like the school parking lot. No, oh, the problem is that schools aren't big money makers. Now, if like if uh, some rich person has a threat against them, then the cops are there in a heartbeat. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And I that should is the say true that purpose uh, of the cops... police is to defend investments of the wealthy. <laughs> I should say that cops, of course, are on those uh, school campus, those campuses, because uh, oftentimes they're there to usually arrest young black you know black kids essentially yeah for having a dime bag in their locker well not even that sometimes it's like oh they were being rude to their professor their teacher but it's really that teacher is just shitty and racist yeah yeah uh it's like i i saw a really pretty awful thing that was happening a kid was getting taken out of school by these cops um I for I believe it was he was complaining that the it was something to do with covid restrictions not that he was against them but that the school wasn't taking the right um the right tack with it and um eventually the there these two cops and the all the kids are following him out and protesting and yelling at the cops and one of them um pushes one of the protesting kids and the guy the kid that he's already dragging along the kid that initially uh was being pulled out of school um he like shakes him a little he he basically shakes his shoulder and he's like don't hit people and then the cop turns on him and hits him and then the kid rightfully uh backs up and is like fuck off and is about to take a swing at him and then they just pepper sprayed the shit out of him for like a solid like 30 seconds well, at least they didn't choke him out with a knee to the neck. Yeah, yeah. Which is I perfectly illegal for some... cops to do most of the time. Yeah, most and of the every, time. And every – one that's the thing. It's that few bad apples thing. On Once in a blue moon, they'll be like, well, we this one's so obviously open and shut. We better just go ahead and throw this guy to the wolves because there's not much we can do for him. But that's OK. He'll serve a five-year sentence and then have full retirement afterwards. Right, or you know, just go go into uh, – if he, if he serves his sentence at all – He'll probably get out with time served or get out on parole very early, you know, and then, yeah, join up with another force, even though he already still has like a pension that's worth more than most people's salary. Yeah, it's uh, and that's that's the well, just one more joy of being a cop is uh, you can do the most heinous shit and your punishment is early retirement. Yeah, getting out of the getting out of the workforce that much quicker. Honestly, I made a horrible mistake going into my line of work. Hey, well, the problem is, though, Kyle, if, if you want to be a successful cop, you have to be ready to shoot a black person, mm. and I don't think <laughs> I don't think you'd be willing to just up and do that. I so don't you think would be. So. A, they, I think you'd be one of those car- cops that they'd uh, accuse of being a narc and force out of the force. In yeah, a that happens. All very the time threatening too. way, right? Yeah, these uh, yeah, the cops things, aren't allowed to be narcs, which is ironic. I mean they they will they will <laughs> kill people for for doing the whistleblower thing. That that there's lots and lots of exp- uh, shit about um, retaliation against well, you can't cops. Can't prove who... any of those people were actually killed by the fellow cops. It was probably a suicide of two gunshots to the back of the head. Right. That was what it was ruled. After all, that's how it works. And it's like 
that never makes it into and if it does make it into uh the 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 media that we the media we consume it generally makes it in as a a, a short plot that uh, ultimately the good cops take over and root out the bad guy you know it's yeah, not it's a, yeah sure this 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 station might have had a couple of bad apples instead of just one so we better we better make a big to do about it in our mm-hmm. show but obviously never never ever ever is any of these shows a representation of the police being all shitty people right and which is most forces and let's be honest yeah i mean i think that most most almost all cops all cops are bastards whether or not yeah, they're the cops who aren't bastards aren't cops anymore right <laughs> and it's like i wonder too because this is my my question because i don't think i would be i don't think i would be able to just in cold blood shoot someone um to to be a cop um but is it so much that firstly i think yes that it, this just encourages the shittiest people in our in our society to join up because it gives you an easy in to respect and a livable salary and pensions things that don't really exist for any other uh job unless you drain hundreds of thousands of dollars to become like a specialist doctor and even then people really don't like you um yeah people give doctors way more flack than cops oh, yeah. which is silly because most doctors i mean sure doctors make a fair bit of money but compared to the hospital administrators they work for it's nothing oh yeah and so it's like you you're already bringing in plenty of shitty people <clears throat> but this this system itself would it change a good person would it make a person bad and i think that that's true i think that this is inherently this is why i'm an abolitionist when it comes to cops besides the fact that uh cops are you know just generally bad um because of the the violence that they they enact on behalf of a racist and systemically classist uh state um the the it it, it the whole system of of policing in this in this country is based off of specifically uh anti-black racism you know they were originally slave catchers in a lot of these states or they were there to make sure that factory workers stayed in the factory you know or they were private security beforehand for the wealthy and for the people who uh controlled things in a city so they're they're coming out of this as a as you know a paramilitary force initially and now they've just been codified and given more and more respect and more and more guns and money red scare media presents if ruskies had won part eight law enforcement welcome back dear viewers to another glimpse into the hellish reality that would have come to pass if the perfect nation that is America had shown those filthy Russian bastards what for during the violent and bloody Cold War, during which the commies killed tens of millions of us. If we had backed down, we would truly be under their thumb, and in no place would it be clearer than the way laws were enforced. Let's just see how brutally we would be treated by a communist-controlled police system. 
Excuse me, sir. One of the employees here anonymously told me that you do a lot of shouting at this food dispensary that you supervise. If you don't mind, I'm going to check in with all the people working here, so I can get a sense of your supervising style. Well, actually, I do mind. Back when my job was as simple as telling people what to do and sitting in an office, this place ran like clockwork. Now I have to actually work with these people I'm supposed to be watching. I need some way to let them know that if they screw around, there will be consequences. After all, I'm not getting any demerits just because someone under me is lazy. Well, I definitely understand tensions running high. But just so you know, if an employee isn't getting their fair share done and you politely mention it to them, that's the extent of your obligation. After that, they'll be the ones getting demerited, not you, I assure you. Well, maybe after finding out that my position of authority no longer means I get extra money, I feel like I need to get my stress out some other way. I work harder than I ever had to before, so if I can't verbally abuse my inferiors, how am I supposed to manage my stress? If you're dealing with that much anger, might I recommend you take advantage of the free therapy available to every citizen? Also, please don't think of anyone here as your inferior. You had previous experience managing people, so we put you in a position where you could coerce people into being productive. But it is not your job to lord over them. If they feel like they are above doing work, that is our problem. One more thing, you only have to put in 15 hours a week. How is this the hardest you have ever had to work? Christ, what's with the third degree? Maybe I don't want to waste my leisure time doing something stupid like therapy when I can get my aggression out here. Anyway, I don't know why you think you can push me around. I wouldn't call this pushing around. But I'm not going to stand for it. So get out of here. I'm sorry you're feeling so resistant, sir. But I am still going to speak with all of the workers at this facility. <sighs> Fine. But if any of them mention the beatings, just know they're filthy liars. You know, on second thought, I think I'm just going to have a look over the footage from this location. If my new suspicions are correct... I will come back and bring you to a re-education center. Also, please don't attempt to flee, or the consequences will have to be more severe. Fine, I confess. I hit people for fun. Is that a crime? Yes, it is. Fucking pigs. My word, that was truly horrible. Did you see how that cop just trampled over that man's right to run a business? Thank God we have the far superior police forces Americans have come to know and love. Let's just see how effective they are. Everyone down on the ground now! Hey, man, what the hell? I said down! Chief, we got him. That's right. There's almost 70 in cash here and nearly half an ounce of weed. These guys were major players. What are you talking about? We're a leukemia support group. Here, I've got my medical card right here in my pocket. He's reaching for a gun! Open fire! Oh, oh, what the fuck? You just killed my friend. You can't just... He's coming right at me! Take him down! Ha, that was a close one. Good work, boys. You clean up here, I'll report in. Thank goodness we came out here. This is where the real high-profile action was. Hey, what was that other call we decided not to respond to? Uh, just some lame-o report the store manager was beating his employees. We know that one's bullshit, though. The company he works for donated millions to our department. Clearly no company that's that generous would have anything illicit going on. Look, get back to work planting weapons. Yes, sir! Ah, <sighs> all in a day's work. Damn, we're good at what we do. Looks like these potheads got... smoked. Smoked. <laughs>
that, you know those criminals will never be able to walk the streets or anything else ever again. Our police truly are one of the most valuable resources, and taking away their right to shoot first and ask questions later would cripple the safety they help every American citizen feel. God bless America. Well, and I mean, I see it all the time in right-wing coworkers I have who just who will grovel at the cops' feet. Oh, they're such a they're so wonderful, and when I bring out actual evidence of their statistical racism and their classist agenda admit to beating their wives or like when i when i pull up when i pull up these articles of proof they're like well either either it's oh well that's just one specific example or oh there's more to it than that i'm sure that that's not the whole story right based on of course their uh Taking in a bunch biases. of yeah, uh, propaganda, but taking up in, in all of this this media that gives you a sense that the police are serving and protecting. I mean, it's all on on all of their bullshit too. So you take it in just by existing in this culture, and that makes a stronger impression over a long enough period than any kind of factual information that you could provide them. Yeah, and I mean, I feel like the people who support them, it, they have violence being bred into them by the uh, agenda of the cops. I mean, I had a discussion with uh, one of my – I have a coworker who's a borderline proud boys kind of mentality, and he was talking – and I made the, this joke to Adam about like I really wish they'd uh, have like an arc with a transgender Punisher just to see how all the fans get their panties in a twist. And he's like, well, if they did a transgender Punisher, then I'd have to put on a mask and get a gun and shoot everyone who wrote it. I'm like, yeah, you're, you're real hard, dude. Yeah, great. You'd kill people who wrote something? That's insane. <laughs> well, and he didn't say transgender. He said tranny, to be fair. But Oh, yeah. great. Yeah. Because well, he, he, he thinks transgenderism isn't a real thing. That's just of people course. being insane. Well. Obviously. Yeah, lo- lovely guy he is. I, <sighs> Sounds like a dude. A real guy. I have to – I don't know. I always try – at this point, I talk to him because every now and then he'll say something. Like, we'll have this connect about like, oh, yeah, our job sucks and employment conditions are terrible and – we should not be forced to slave under an agenda where if one family makes like 70% of the profits coming in, you know, um, and it feels like there's a connect there. And then he says something incredibly stupid. And I'm just right. like, why, why do you have to, why can't you just not be terrible? Right. Like, like for any fellow worker, I would not cross a picket line, but that doesn't mean that he's right on a lot of things. So you know, you take what you ta- can, but Jesus Christ. Some people, you know, it's it's it, it, the fact that they're that that person still sees cops and sees the Punisher logo and all that as this kind of good uh, yeah, beacon symbol. of morality. Yeah. This beacon of morality, like you're saying, it's like that's that's an issue. <laughs> there's not uh, there's no ifs ands or buts about it. It's 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 something that's bred into our culture and it's something that is going to take a very very long time for us to dissolve and i mean there's a lot of uh police support i'd say in older straight white women that they're very on average uh police positive my mother being a great example of that right and well, uh, i think that you know, that's a thing that comes out of the the you know a lot of generational these- yeah yeah like what's the SVU? It's Special Victims Unit, and it's almost always about uh, victims of 
Uh, it's it's about children and women who have been victimized by terrifying men, and the cops are the ones who are coming along to save the day. Or you know, ultimately, those shows show are about investigations, which mean you know the crime has already happened. The cops didn't stop the crime, but eventually they will stop like the second crime. Like that's the whole deal: is that those cops are still actively fighting crime as opposed to just diagnosing what's already happened, what they've failed to stop, which is more often than not what they are actually doing. They're just like, yep, uh, we're filing a report on the person that we allowed to get away, even though we had a file on them and uh, they killed everybody that they knew. Well, I mean, and that's even that version of it is more optimistic than the reality, which is 90 percent of the time they just don't catch the guy. Right, right. Like the, amount of murderer, the amount of murderers and rapists who just get away with it are, is astronomical. Yeah, especially especially uh, sexual violence. Oh, um, yeah. rape. If you rape someone in the South, that yeah, that's fine. That's legal sex. Well, dude, even if you do it in <laughs> Philly, man, like what's the cops going to do? They're going to laugh you out of the fucking office. It's they don't they don't follow up on those sorts of things. They don't call the they don't care about them. They're not. Police, like you've said earlier, and like I've kind of mentioned when I was talking about them being private security, they're being slave catchers, they're being uh, Pinkerton types. They're there to protect property, and they're there to protect profit. Yeah, and, well, where's the profit motive in helping this young girl get justice? Right, where's the profit motive in finding a rapist after the rape has already occurred? Yeah. Because at that point, that's just going to cost resources and money that they could be instead devoting to making sure that, you know, the Walmart, the Walton family has a little extra protection. Look, if I had to do that, if I had to send somebody out to do this, that's two cars that aren't on the streets, making sure that we get about seven hundred dollars a day in tickets. So, yeah, priorities. Yep. That's I mean, and that is essentially what our police force stands for. I mean, I'm a big proponent of we should just swap the budgets of the police force and the education system. Oh, yeah. No, just just, the, just literally give them a switcheroo at the you know, I like as I mentioned earlier, it's it's going to take a really long time to um, maybe dissolve the, the, the biases that a lot of people have. Yeah, but, but like as a starting step. Right. But um, that doesn't mean that drastic solutions are off the table you know you have to defund and abolish the police and whether or not people on the ground may be culturally averse to that if you think if you're going to work inside the electoral system then yeah you're going to have to worry about that i guess but if you're if you've moved on past that then those drastic those drastic uh solutions have to be applied you know you have to defund and just yeah rip all of the money away from these these terrifying people these people who have domineered over us for however long and give it to things that matter give it to the transit give it to public education give it to people who are actually providing services for this country for the for your communities with you know, up until this point, very little resources. Yeah, no, I mean, and it's uh, unfortunately they're, they're like you said, those defenders of it are going to be hard to persuade, and uh, they they will look past even the most brazen, obvious facts. Like for example, 
they will claim, oh, it's all it's all the name of our protection, and uh, we're definitely not an authoritarian state. No, we're not in a police state, never. And then when you point out the fact that our police, our local police, are the third largest military in the world. Yeah. After our actual military, and then China, China barely China's entire military operation, including local police, barely beats just our local police. Yeah, seriously. We, <laughs> but they're they're clearly the biggest. They, they are the they're a, a military threat. threat to us. Even though our our military, our non-American, our foreign military budget is more than double theirs. Yeah, it's um, it's yeah. also I mean, we we have to live in this world where uh, our police are. And our, our armed forces in general, which propaganda does extend to the military just oh, yeah. very plentifully. I mean, NCIS is <laughs> propaganda, but within the Navy, so. Yeah. And I mean, how many movies and shows are glorify people who are overseas shooting mm-hmm. brown people? Right. Or video games. Oh, and basically every Call of Duty since, like, 3 has been propaganda. Oh, 100%. Even even – even the Even first the one. I mean, yeah, World you know, War II is a nice, easy target because, oh yeah, of course, Nazis were the bad guys. But even that's in a question nowadays. Are the Nazis the bad guys? I mean, those progressives might be a little more dangerous. <laughs> these, yeah, you might I need mean, to like, team up with the Nazis to make sure that these uh, far lefters can't do their evil. Right. I like um, so the new Chapo, like you were saying, there's some there's some, some not in ideal there. sex uh, sexist messaging but yeah, you know Stav will do that but he, he did is say a, something he, I mean he's a funny guy he's clearly a comedian but he also needs to much like many comedians he steps over the line a little more often than maybe he should yeah i yeah i just i try and tune it out whenever i just stop you know cuz honestly the guy he's i don't really care about him like but he did make a couple of funny points and good points that was like Yo, the, these guys like grandparents were literally killing Nazis in in Europe, and now they're like, I don't know, man. They got some decent ideas, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how quickly we forget as a society who the bad guys were. Right? Are we the baddies? Uh, yes, we are. Yeah. Always the baddies. Um, if we are, if you're the richest country in the world, you're the baddies. Yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert. You didn't come by those riches, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, um, it is sad that uh, we have that instinct to just ignore uh, hard data in the, in the name of worshiping a police force that lives to, you know, oppress us. But that is something that's. I mean, ideally, yes, like we'll abolish the police. We'll, uh, you know, completely reevaluate how we do crimes fighting. Uh, as it, I mean, crime fighting won't even be the topic anymore. But. Uh, right. As it stands, which that seems like it's a long way off. Yeah. Actually, one funny thing to think about, though, is uh, our police force has all these wars they've uh, tried to fight, and I don't think they've won a single one. The war on drugs, the war on COVID, uh, the war on local domestic terror, domestic <laughs> violence. None of yeah. those wars. Have, they've, they've lost all those wars. Seems our, like they've our police actively force, encouraged the other, uh, their opposition. <laughs> yeah. Especially the well, war I mean, on and drugs. The, the war I mean, on like drugs, they, that was definitely the case. They wanted they, – they didn't want to defeat drugs because then there wouldn't be any more free, easy people to arrest. Right, free, easy people to They wanted to, to always have that layup of, oh, here's someone else that we can put in a prison camp and force hard labor out of. Right. We but have gulags our, are dangerous yeah. even though our prisons are our pri- – especially so our private worse. prisons are so much so worse than worse. any gulag. Yeah, no. It, it, it's an easy way for them to say, hey, we've got this – 
there's a great thing where we can keep putting in more slaves for free labor and uh, also justify massive increases to our budget because there's a drug problem going on. Never mind that it was us and the FBI and the CIA that, you know, started it, planted all of that crack cocaine and started all of this stuff. But ignore that. We're fixing the problem now. I promise. Yeah, it's fairly despicable. And unfortunately, it's it seems to only be getting worse. And now our private prisons uh, have recently started looking into new contracts in some states where they can literally private prisons can literally lease the prisoners out to do free labor for other companies. Mm-hmm. Which is oh yeah, they've been they're, they're taking the slavery a step further. They're like, yeah, let's just the whole slavery thing. We're just gonna lean into it. Yeah. We, we've always wanted slaves. The fact that we couldn't have them for a bit between the eight – well, the fact that we had to disguise it more for, for a couple – for a century and a half there, that was a bit of a bummer. But now now we can go right back into full-on just say it slaves. Right, because nobody's paying attention. Nobody cares. Yeah. The second yeah, you go behind that wall. Elected. No one needs to worry about any of that. Right. It's, all, se- it's all good. The second you go behind that wall, the second that you are put into the carceral si- system that's stewarded by all these cops – you you cease no to be back. a person. You cease yeah. to be considered. Yeah, it's it's fairly disgusting. We now return to Gun Guy on Showflix, the cable TV network for dads who can't figure out the internet. Whoa! I love doing lines of crack cocaine pop bombs. Yeah, getting high is true proof of what evil bad guys we are. It's a good thing we can do all these drugs in our secret lair that no law enforcement will ever find. Too bad I'm not law enforcement. Guy Johnson! Guy Johnson, we ought to be more prepared for you after you ruined our plans to destroy whatever important building won't get this movie canceled in ten years. It's a good thing we have our illegal firearms under these piles of dirty money. Eat lead! Huh. You missed. You forgot the most important thing about being a bad guy. Good guys like me always win. Oh, no. I've been shot. You're too good with a gun, guy. Still, you'll never track down our leader. He's hidden away in in the... Uh... In the what? In the what? Whoa, whoa, dang. You're violently shaking me. Brought me back to life just long enough to finish my sentence. <coughs> He's in the basement. But you'll never get down there. Okay, I'm dying for real. (coughs) My mastery in advanced interrogation techniques prevails again. Anyway, I know how I can find the basement. Come in, Prism. Hey, guy, how can I help? You know how you've got access to every record of everything in this great country so you can monitor it for freedom, patriot style? Yes, of course, Guy. Would you like me to hijack all the cameras around your smartphone that I've upgraded with totally legal technology? Yeah, and find anything that might open a basement. All right, scanning. Nudes, nudes, social security numbers, more nudes. Oh, I found a hidden signal that seems to link up to the table to your right. Look for some kind of switch. You mean, like, this switch? (laughs) Fantastic! You're a real patriot, Guy. 
Now go beat the bad guy and save the day! Will do. After all, without me, the terrorists would win. Ah, Guy Johnson. I was expecting you because I'm menacing and smarter than my henchmen. Weirdly, I am also the only character in this movie who's a person of color, and I was still asked to make my voice sound white. But don't read too much into that. Ahmed, Ahmed, I'll nurse a pog dead being gay. I've used my excellent profiling skills to track you down, and now you're coming with me, dead or alive. Guy? Are, are we married to that name? It seems like I, I, I'll, I'll just do my lines. I, I know we're already on like take 23, but fine, as long as that check is signed. <clears throat> I don't think so, guy. You see, I've already released the virus that would kill everyone living along the Mississippi River. You're too late. No, it's you who's the one who is already too late. You see, rather than have any stakes, I will prove how efficient vigilante law enforcement is by having a convoluted flashback where I already created the cure and distributed it. Deus ex machina, bitch! Curse you, guy! My finger hovers over this large red button which will self-destruct the secret lair and give the indication that I died. You'll never make it out alive. Goodbye, Mr. Johnson. No! Definitely died, leaving no room for a sequel. Still, make sure all you guys in the audience wait till after the credits, where his hand definitely won't reach out of rubble in some kind of bonus scene. Great job! You saved the country and have been reinstated by the awesome and lawful CIA! Welcome back, Agent Johnson! Actually, I'd still prefer to stick to my code name. Call me... Gun Guy. He's shooting his guns, he's jumping out of explosions, and improbably surviving. He's a gun guy, he shoots them like pow, 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 pow. Talks to his friend, who also gives him advice. Prism, it's gun guy, he's doing all the cool stuff you can't do cause you're sitting on a couch in suburbia. Gun guy, pow, pow, pow. Yeah, we, we kind of knew this one would be a bit of a shorter discussion going in. Any other thoughts that you wanted to bring up on the core topic? No, I think that we've kind of hit a lot of the main themes that I wanted to. Is that, uh, you know, just what are the solutions? Um, there are people smarter than me who have come up with better ones. I think that it's fairly obvious that you want to abolish the police and replace it with with other real services, with things that matter to people, because the the root of the problem is is deprivation, is much more pervasive than anything that our cops in this system who are just responding to 
to cracks in a system that regularly grinds people up. Uh, there are a lot of better solutions out there that have been discussed by people much smarter than me. Um, and I think that if you go into, um, there's a great podcast called Citations Needed. They do a lot of really great analysis of the media. Um, and they've talked specifically about propaganda as well as about um, the the military in, influence on media and our movies like in Marvel. So uh, yeah, Marvel is literally funded by our American yeah, military. Yeah, it's straight up. It's just the Pentagon uh, saying make movies to make us look good. Commercial, yeah. It's um. So go ahead and listen to those guys. They're uh, Adam Johnson and um. How am I? Shimanarazi, I think. <clears throat> I'm I'm sure I've failed that, but uh, they're very good. Citations needed. Yeah, well, I mean, and, and just in general, any way that you can find to uh broaden your perspectives on this uh it's always good to have, knowledge is power and uh we always encourage you uh you know looking into any, any topic that catches your eye or ear i suppose and uh mm -hmm. you know becoming becoming a something of an expert of your own because then you can be the one to pass on these moral lessons to the idiots around you and then they can <laughs> t t tell you that that's dumb because cops are amazing yep you too yeah. can be corrected on, on your correct opinions right and told to be to shut the fuck up or not even opinions facts facts yeah you too can your be told that you're incorrect. an asshole and nothing that you've said means anything because na 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 yeah well it is unfortunate uh we got a long road ahead of us to ever make a dent in the uh perspectives on the police force let alone the actual systemic problems but you know the more people who the more people who are opposed to it uh, in an active capacity, the more people who have reached, reached that rational point of this needs to stop or change, the sooner that there will be no uh, option but to – well, probably not to change it, probably to have a class war. But yeah, that's you know, class war the... is probably – the good news is that if we get to class war and they haven't – oh, and that's one key thing. One of the key propaganda agendas is the uh, Democrats being the quote-unquote good guys because no one should have any guns except for the cops. Mm -hmm. That's that's a dangerous way of thinking. The Republican version of it, which is we need guns so we can also shoot black people, is not great. But we do need to keep our guns because when the revolution comes, if we're throwing sticks and stones at people in riot gear, we're not gonna we're not gonna win yeah. the revolution. I mean, you have numbers, but guns will will help level that. Yeah, if it ever so, happens. Yeah, guns are not the problem. The systemic violence instituted by our system, especially by our police force, that's the core that's problem. That's the problem. Anyway, I suppose uh, we can move on to the news blast. Let's do it. All right. So just to kick us off, uh, let's let's go back a uh, full two weeks ago again, as we always seem to, and talk mm -hmm. about Gabriel Bork. Yay, leftism in Chile. Yeah. I know he's a sock dem, but it's a much better place to be than where they were. Right. When you're comparing uh, him to the literal son of a Nazi, um, who, of course, is very pro-Pinochet and yeah. pro the Pinochet yeah, but... constitution. Let's let's take some wins where we can get them. I think that um, really the only place that you can expect electoral wins for the left now seems to be uh, in in Latin America, in uh, South and Central America, every I mean, we're we're seeing. I would 
hesitate to call it another pink tide, but it does seem pretty good to see things in, you know, Peru. Castillo is obviously not perfect, um, but you know he's he's no, something. I mean, I'm and he's a big fan to of. It. I'm a big fan of don't shit on better. Right, don't shit perfect. on better in this sense. Uh, yeah, so it's plus it's like these are countries that for the most part are more in more involved in their own internal matters than uh in foreign policy like as compared to uh, america you know you'd look at america our foreign policy is incredibly important because we rule the world um but, but yeah, chile I mean, if they're a little issue if they have issues with venezuela i'm not gonna like i don't really care as much as if we keep electing democrats that say that maduro needs to be overthrown yeah i mean and it's worth noting that we've already seen some of the I'm, what I'm sure is CIA uh, bots and plants, but um, lots of comments on Reddit about like, hey, you know, better Pinochet than you know the path towards communism. We the you know, right. lots of lots of uh, lots of Pinochet support have showing up in uh, my one of my favorite subreddits was called Shit Liberals Say, and it's just a subreddit full of people who uh usually like centrist that dem types saying stuff on the internet that uh is some of the worst takes you'll ever see <laughs> and uh, there's lots what? of lots of pro pinochet stuff showing up in that sub for oh. me to just cringe at there are definitely uh, i mean not so better... much anymore two weeks a week and a half right, ago right. or more there are definitely people out there that are like better dead than red but that's because they're idiots mm-hmm and it's yeah, I mean, yeah, I can't say it's all CIA plants because at the end of the day, yeah, there are really idiots like that out there. There are some really dumb people out there. Never, never uh, underestimate the stupidity of others and yourself. Mm-hmm. That's what I always remember. That's, yeah. Never and forget that's, that's that you are thing. also an idiot. One of the most important things you can do is A B C. Always be learning. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's how, um, that's how that works, right? Yeah, I think I got those letters right. <laughs> Anyways, uh yeah, but it is it is good to uh see any leftist victory even if it's not like again, not doesn't need to be perfect to be substantially better. So, congratulations to Boric. Mhm. No, and, it's uh, we hope we hope that he survives a CIA coup attempt. <laughs> <laughs> good luck. 9/11 is only about, I don't know, 10 months away. So, you you've got a 10 month run. Yeah, before they suddenly before claim they do that another you tried to do a terrorism on another nine eleven. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, anyways, uh, on to local, more local affairs. Uh, the, the you know the Democrats they promised they'd get us that Build Back Better bill. At least, even if they screw everything else up, at least they're going to get us that Build Back Better. I've bill, seen a right? lot of building. It's been back, and it's been better than ever. Except for that. Uh, and I mean, it would have been, but unfortunately, just the one guy, just Joe Manchin, and literally no one else is responsible. Just is Joe why Manchin. it's not happening. That's impressive it's, that he's the president now. That's really he's cool. He's not just the president; he's also all the senators and all the House of Representatives. He's everyone. Joe That's Manchin awesome. is all people at all times. I'm super glad that he's a part of the the party and that the party has literally nothing that they can do to force him to to actually do any anything yeah ever. and i mean we certainly can't consider primarying him because that no. would uh, destabilize and then the republicans would win and that would be so much worse because he's clearly so he clearly votes as, as, as in favor of democrats ever <laughs> yeah he's already not just a republican at which point it wouldn't make any fucking difference obviously we can't do that no the republican so say what you will about the republicans 
but they're an actual party. Like they can oh, actually yeah, no, they, they power are over unified. Their like they, it's not, Biden agrees with everything they want, and they are still unified in making sure they shit on Biden at every occasion. Yeah, absolutely. And but then <laughs> you have the Democrats, and all of the all all the Democratic Party is, seems to be is a collection of individuals who are looking for their next job, or if you're Joe Manchin, just looking at you know keeping those donor checks rolling. And keeping your daughter, you know, safe out of jail, even though she did price gouging on insulin. Uh, Felonies are okay if you're related to a senator. Yeah, it's great. Especially an unethical senator. Yeah, it's it's like these these people. They if if you were an actual party, you could force a member, even a, a a senator, even a senior senator like Manchin. To do something. You could force them to do something. That's the whole point of having a party is working in step to produce a policy. But that's never – that that's completely off the table with Democrats. Well, and that's the point of the Democrats. I mean with the exception of a few actual leftists and progressives, the point of the Democrats is to be an obstructionist party that mm-hmm. can't get – that actively can't get anything done. And if Manchin weren't there, then Cinema would vote against it. If Cinema weren't there, then there would be a, d- a couple dozen other people right. lining up to be the bad guy. They would find but their they, but, they don't, but as long as they don't have to out themselves as the bad guy, why would they? Right. No, that's the point is you have people like Joe Manchin who I think just gets <laughs> off on being the bad guy. Uh, and he is – Him and Cinema both just love the drama. Oh my god, yeah. And Cinema, the fucking – she she's, like leaves she's a messy for her bitch. Vacation. She likes she likes that. Like she just wants everything to be going to hell at all times. They should not be her... allowed to have a vacation. They already take like six months off every year. Like they shouldn't be allowed to do anything. Honestly, obviously, everybody knows my opinion about what should happen to the Senate and what should happen to the people in Congress. But, well, I mean, the Senate especially. Like the, the Senate is such an outdated concept. The whole oh, every state now gets two mm-hmm, votes, no matter mm-hmm. how right wing they are, just because we have to keep it fair. It's like yeah, but like four people live in this state. Right. Half of them are the senators. <laughs> like yeah, it's like um, we chopped Dakota in half so that they could get two senator, two extra senators. Yeah, this, no, the, our our electoral system and our governmental system, especially our uh, legislative branch, are just some of the most outdated shit. Yeah, it's all. And it's all it's all there to produce the the desired outcome, which is uh, capital protection. It's, yeah, it's when about, they say checks and balances, they mean checks and balances against anything socialist socialist ever getting done. Right. Anything they, that's not they have like for, three different three different barriers to anything socialist occurring. We live in the dictatorship of the bourgeoisie, and this is just another mechanism by which they've codified their dictatorship. It's the it's to it's inherently anti-democratic that's why that's why they keep it that's why they don't get rid of the filibuster that's why they have to fight for 60 votes even though you know if they had 65 votes they'd still not have enough because that's the point these these people don't serve us this isn't a democratic system it's a dictatorship for the bourgeoisie for the rich and the powerful and the capitalists it's a liberal democracy in the most rudimentary of terms it it it, it's a world built for the liberal class which at its conception was the early bourgeoisie yeah it's uh it's regrettable that we have to keep just sticking to this system and never considering any alternatives and i mean obviously how could we consider an alternative it's not like we're allowed to change the constitution or put amendments into it or (laughs) anything like that 
That's, that's never happened 27 times. Definitely didn't happen. Yeah, no, there's no reason we couldn't reevaluate the system now that the country is a very different like nothing about our modern day America resembles 1776 America. No. No. <laughs> Except that the white people are still in charge. Well, yeah, obviously the rich, rich white folks are still in charge, yeah, obviously. That's the but, but other than that, very it's a completely different now. ball game with modern technology and we just can't evolve, mm, heaven forbid. Nope. Because nope. because tra- tradition, and that's what they always try to sell us on. It's the tradition of it, right? It's tradition. It's hollowed halls. It's all these important, silly, silly. Like I don't know. Uh, it, it, it's so it's so much like this this ritualized obeisance to the past and to a world that was admittedly horrible. Like what people have accepted that, you know, uh, George Washington didn't have wooden teeth. He had fake teeth that he yeah, had stolen out of the mouths of slaves. Slave, yeah. yeah. It's like we and, know these things, but we but still he's one of our proud them. founding fathers and we still have to think what a great man. Right. No, it's because he didn't I mean, chop down a tree. The amount of Thomas Jefferson apologism is just ridiculous. Yeah. No, he raped that woman and that's he raped a lot of women. He raped more than one woman. Yeah. Just one that it was one that he had lots of kids with while after right. raping. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, it's it's pathetic, and our founding fathers still being seen as these upstanding figures in history is uh, just a, just more propaganda for our country, mm-hmm. and it carries on into the modern spirit of people like Joe Manchin getting a pass, and uh, being and just in general the fact that he he's the the seen as a sole barrier is yep. uh just a really pathetic display Soul of barrier uh, to a uh, to a bill that started out good ever to a bill that started out being slightly less expensive than our military and ended up being massively less expensive than our military and still couldn't get through right i mean if you, yeah. the thing that gets me about that before we move on to the next thing is like they sell the military budget every year and it's 780 billion dollars this year but if you sold it like they sell, you know, healthcare, or they sell, uh, you know, these build back better. How bills. are we going to pay for it? How are we going to pay for it? Over ten years, it cost three point five trillion dollars. And if you counted the same thing, and that was the bigger bill, that was the bill that they were like, no, we can't make it. It came down to less than, right around one trillion dollars over ten years. And if you did the same thing with the military budget, it would be almost eight trillion dollars over ten years. Like that's. Okay, so yeah. we're just. Like, I mean, accepting the, that. the fact. I mean, there's someone. I mean, I've seen infographics and breakdowns that were like, if we took one year off from military budget, we could pay off student loans, we could start healthcare for all, we could like all the shit we could do for people literally one year of not buying the newest jets and guns. Right. If we took one year off of failing to make an F-35 that works. Well, I mean, but we need our military because America wins all its wars like it did against those Vietnamese rice farmers and like we did against the Taliban. We need to have the best stuff so we can win those wars. We we have such a great track record. Anyway, um, yeah, we've been pretty – honestly, we've been a pretty pathetic country as far as wars go ever since WW2. And even that, we take way more of the credit for the stuff the Soviets did. Oh, we, yeah. I mean, sure, we helped, but it was mostly – we, like it's like here's we we provided the guns. It's like yeah, but the Soviets provided the actual people to right. shoot those guns. We kept the west the Western Front from completely collapsing by sending a shitload of money to Britain, but that was about it. And I mean, like 
but we we suddenly in, in modern history it's seen as like oh america was the single winning factor in right. ww2 right despite the and fact we don't that talk, it was the don't soviets talk about the soviets they were everything. horrible evil people right in fact every nazi that a soviet killed deserved better <laughs> That's seriously included in the the victims of communism fund is all the Nazis they killed. So. Yeah. It's yeah, it's pretty pathetic. Pretty all right. Well, anyways, on to some actually good news, which is <laughs> Kellogg's was resolved. They finally had to back down and say, yeah, these scabs are blowing up our factories. Um, we'll meet all your demands. Yeah. Although and, it does seem that, um, I mean, yeah, they should have met their demands that much earlier, and they should re- re- they should have compensated the people for the time they couldn't mm-hmm. work while they were waiting to have their demands met. And also, you know, gone above and beyond to say, oops, but there's no, there's been no apology, no, nothing like that issued. No, there will never be any admission of wrongdoing. There will never be any, um, I mean, why would you expect, this is the, this is the essence of class conflict is that everything needs to be extracted by you. It's like what we said earlier, you know, until class war takes off, but there's still a class war right now. It's just that the. The upper hand is given to one of the classes, and it is not the workers. There's always yeah, I mean, class war. They are always forcibly extracting it's a class our war labor. That, the problem is it's a class war that 98% of one of the classes doesn't realize they're in. Because right, right. Majority no of the American, the majority sure. of the casual American worker still sees themselves as living the dream in a first world country. Right, right. They, they believe the – the story about how they are living the American dream. but And maybe if I worked a bit harder, I'd be a billionaire too. Right. You're just a temporarily embarrassed billionaire. Um, but the the thing is, is like with Kellogg's, um, it seems to me that all, they, they, were, they were forced back to the table, like the workers kind of – because of – Obviously, the the scabs and the the obvious, you know, the attempts by Kellogg's to replace the workers and how how shittily they've been treated throughout this strike. Um, not Kellogg's, obviously. Fuck them. But, yeah. Uh, the workers. Um, I don't know. I think that they could have gotten more, but of course the the At Biden point, administration weren't needed- going to support them. Uh, the yeah, the, the union was a, as- their union is just as incompetent as any food workers union. It seems right. like. It's it ultimately it's gonna end up being like we've we've dealt with a lot of a lot of erosion of union power in the last fifty, sixty, seventy years. Um and it's gonna take a lot to re revitalize that. And this is good to see that people are at least getting some exposure to it. Obviously not if you're watching MSNBC or Fox News or whatever or CNN, but you if you follow the news through more uh, dispersed methods, you'll come across these and see that people are people are pissed. People are tired of their job being shit and tired of their job paying like shit. I mean, we're at least we are we are in fact seeing more and more strikes, and mm-hmm. uh, I think that this upward trajectory is a good thing. But it's still a long, a far cry from a anything that's going to accomplish class change. Right. We're going to need class a lot more. Yeah, if we had but, if we hit the the like 1940s level of strikes, the just post World War II strikes level, there would be like I don't know something like 20 million people on strike. Yeah, but I mean, then of course that's the point where our heavily propagandized police force would get involved. Oh yeah, oh yeah, there, yeah. That's that is something you need to be ready for. If we ever hit the mass strike point, the point where the wheels of capital stop grinding. 
then that's when the police are will, really we out. will have to start using violent means to protect ourselves right because they will they will start i guarantee you they will fire the first shot <laughs> yeah but no um still i'm glad for the kellogg's workers that they got at least part of what they deserved you know it could have been a lot worse for them um but it also shouldn't have been that bad in the first place no. so you know small victories the fact that the strike clearly did work. and that's the key thing at the end of the day the strike did work they right. now they are got going something to, that's yeah. there you go it it shows that even though you know some things are kind of kind of shitty um at least you can extract there is still there are still methods of of extracting more uh benefits more pay more respect from your employer i mean you sh- you shouldn't just base it on respect because fuck them but you know the, the your labor's worth something and fighting for it is worth it yeah it's uh an important message to remember for anyone who uh anyone who's sick of being abused by the system which should be all of us um yeah on to some it's more pathetic good news, which is student loans are going to get a whole extra three months, Kyle. Three you know whole what? extra months of not having to <laughs> figure the fu- how the fuck you're going to pay this bill. Look, I'm, I, I'm, I'm. Biden is such a good guy. Super three, happy that I'm not honest. That I'm not getting. Yeah, better than better than February, again. but just it, like, just fucking cancel just it. Cancel it. No, just they're gonna. Fucking- if we get to May and they actually restart the loans, like. There's, I mean, it's there's gonna, so we won't bad. have much choice but to pay them, but and sadly, there won't be a revolution. I don't think over that people are just gonna be like, well, shit. Now I'm gonna have to eat ramen again. Right. Nobody's gonna. I don't think people are are. We're. I. I they're gonna keep farming us for our money. It's just gonna happen. Um. That's. I. I. I don't think. I don't think I'm capable of. Of doing a strike, my uh, a loan strike. You know, I can't. I don't yeah, think you, I can. Well, do at that it. point, that's just you not having a job and starving. Right. That's me being <laughs> like, okay, well, uh, I knew I was never going to buy a house, but now my credit score is in the tank, and ensuring that will happen. Um, I, I can't get a new car if I want that. I can't get a new job because they can check my credit score now. That kind of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. so I don't know. It seems terrifying. Uh, I've my my. Anxiety has been staved off for a little, a few extra months, which is. A, I mean, a good yeah. Thing. Again, take what you can get, but it's a pretty pathetic and paltry offering compared to what his administration originally promised. Right, considering that they said ten thousand dollars, which still wouldn't have wiped away. Uh, I mean, like that's nothing for most people, and it, yeah. for me, I'd still be paying. But it's like, yep, me too. Chuck Schumer said fifty thousand, and. and- He's got he got plaudits for it, and then it just never like the man can the man could do it. The man could force something. Yeah, that's, that's one of like whenever people talk about well, but what's Biden supposed to do with all these obstructionists like Mansion? It's like the stuff that he can just do without anyone else. Right. That, that, there's a lot of like being president does give him some wiggle room to do some stuff just outright. Yeah, he's got executive orders. Um, the special counsel or general counsel to the you. Uh, to the white house said that he can do it um and they redacted all of that just to make sure nobody could see it yeah 
So whatever. People uh, actually think that change is possible. Yeah, can't let people think that the government can do things because we've spent forty years privatizing every piece of it, and to try and re reform uh, the government to try and make it an effective thing that works beyond just a carceral state and works beyond just a a, a system of punishments for whatever class you dislike, which is almost always the poor class. Uh, th- th- there is nothing that the United States government can do besides uh, I mean, people. they can at least They can at least send out one more round of checks to mm-hmm. about like 3% of the population. God. What? So I didn't – I saw that Marsa article you sent me. Yeah, so basically there's another – there's a $1,400 check coming down the pipeline for if you have a dependent who meets a whole bunch of certain criteria and actually is going to the dependent, not to you. That's... And uh, and then uh, if they actually get that – and here's a, here's the real kicker. So for, first of all, like I said, it's got to be a dependent and they have to meet like a whole bunch of criteria, a whole bunch of checkboxes. You know? um, even if they meet all that stuff – this uh, the money is not actually going straight from the government to the dependents in question. It is going from our federal government to the states, and then the states have to decide how they uh, want to distribute it, or if they want to distribute it, uh, or if they'd rather just use it for another yacht for some, uh, you know, mayor. The state shit pisses me off so fucking much. Why would you do that? I mean, I mean, I know it's exactly why. It's it it's. Because they reject the idea that they have any power that is effective, but also they they know that their base in the blue states love to shit all over their the the red states. That's their whole. It's another little culture war thing. They get to feel good about being in the state that got the fourteen hundred dollar checks because they're run like good people and they vote in their own interests. Boop, 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 boop. Yeah, Mr. look over here in California. Like eight percent of our people got this fourteen hundred dollar check that saved all of our lives. Even though rent in California is like two grand, so yeah. I almost got a month's rent, and it actually went to my dependent. And technically, it was their name on the check, and so they decided to use it some other way. Yeah, they have to be under night. Your dependent, you you have to apply obviously for this recovery yeah, it just rebate. Happen credit it's a tax credit again it's not even like a fucking check yeah it's not a, yeah it's not free money it's no it, you'll yeah. get it on your 2021 tax return and then there you, you have to have an under 19 child in 2021 or 2022 or someone who's disabled or someone who's disabled. and they still have to meet and one thing the article doesn't go into that i did some research is they still have to meet certain criteria like they can't have ever had alcohol like they have to have no no illegal drinking, you know. So I mean, I guess if it's a disabled person over twenty one, then that's different. But um, yeah, they can't uh, they can't have ever had any kind of criminal history. Which with how quick with how happy we are to slap an offense on any sixteen mm-hmm. year old who looks at a cop funny, right? You know, it's real easy to get around that one. Yeah, you can't um, have like a cousin either. It has to be somebody who's descended like directly blood from you. Yeah, it has to be that immediate family group or steps. So. Uh, I guess married and like yes, a stepson yeah. or child. But yeah, it's uh, very restrictive, and like oh, I said, it's going to go out to like maybe eight percent of the population in some states, and Step not even son. all of them. I'm trapped under the desk trying to file for my rescue <laughs> rebate credit. What are you doing? Uh, now we need honestly. There needs to be more uh, instead of like 
uh, incest porn. It just needs to be like uh, heavily laced government propaganda ads that look like incest porn. Just do it. (laughs) Go for it. Joe, this is this is you. This is this is time. This is what your administration stands for. He's is shutting off all the lights. Pointless shenanigans. He's putting up incest porn. Anyway, um, yeah, but back. I mean, even so, technically that is better than nothing. So that's the last bit of the Hooray. good news by any stretch of the definition of good news. And we're back into the wonderful world of the cold-hearted reality that we live in, which is uh, one where Joe Biden has been very. Mm-hmm praising of trump lately and how the, oh he did a good he actually did a really good job responding to covid he did the best he could <laughs> he did a better lot job than of joe trump, biden a lot of uh, trump rehab going on lately yeah it's it's because you know when when uh DeSantos runs we need to make him look like the worst guy than trump yeah he's gonna honestly it's nobody's gonna run against trump i don't think in 2024 i think he's gonna win nah, I, think I think he's gonna take he's it he's gonna win the whole he's gonna walk right back into the white house and be the second grover cleveland yep he's gonna grow over it um i would really like it if our guest like somehow joe biden survives and they push him again they, yeah no, if, if that capital <laughs> f if that capital f thing came true i would be like god oh damn God. i knew i was good but put the lays down put the lays down no in all reality uh I don't know. There's a lot of – with uh, how much she's been showing her face around lately, there's a lot of talk that Hillary Clinton might try to run again. Yeah, that's just bait. No, no way in hell is that going they, They're not that stupid. I would love it because this time – Because it would just prove how fucked everything uh, is. Yeah, I'll definitely vote for her this time. Sure, guys. Yeah. Um, but no, seriously, in all reality, Trump will win in 2024 and then in 2028 we'll run Buttigieg or Harris. Uh, fuck this. Fuck it. Just to, to yep. take it all. Take it all. You know what? The best thing that can happen for Kamala is if Joe Biden actually dies so she can start protecting. Yeah, then she can actually – she gets to be the first black woman president for like two days. Yeah, and then – And then she can feel important right. in history. She can feel all right and be – mark her name in the sky and then get fucking rolled over. Yeah, there's no way she has a shot in hell of beating Trump. Mm-mm, I mean, mm-mm. Biden doesn't either at this point, but no. especially not he Harris. Has lower approval ratings than Joe, than Trump did. Yeah, the man's fucked. But he, I mean, he wrote that, on but, a I mean, high that's, for six exactly why he's, nobody was paying that's exactly why he's suddenly anymore. happy to uh, praise Trump. Is he does be like, yeah. well, yeah, I mean, I've, the writing's on the wall. I've already lost this one. May as well get on the winning side. <laughs> Look, I'm just, just trying to retire, this, guys. Except that Trump isn't as bad a guy as we said he was. Don't worry, folks. Don't worry, guys. Because we need to there, we need to make room for even worse guys later. Anyway, um, I don't know. It's it's bad, but it's that's nothing compared. Well, actually, I want to end on the really bad news. So um, I'm going to do one more little. This isn't even news. This is just something I saw that really frustrated me, which was like I was saying, uh, the Hillary Clinton has climbed back out from under her rock to say shit again, and. Just the other day, she had a quote about progressives like AOC and the squad need to learn to get in line with the Democratic Party's agenda so we can win the midterms. What agenda? What agenda? The agenda of Build centrism and never getting anything done. Right. Which is, to be fair, an agenda that AOC is pretty in favor of. She just She's pretends she isn't. Right. Yeah. Yeah. She just gets the <laughs> – this is the thing is both of them, both of all of these factions in the electoral system – they they exist to prop each other up because this thing's on autopilot now. This thing, you know, people talk about a deep state as if that's like a crazy thing to believe in. 
but it exists beyond the the permanent state the people who are you know the bureaucrats that make up the FBI and the CIA and the state department and all of the the pieces of this this giant apparatus of global domination but even beyond that it's like the there's no point to having a legislative branch at this at this juncture because the only thing at least not one that you think can actually enforce the people's will because the the only thing that they'll do the only thing that uh, the has come out of that has come out of that body those two bodies in however long have been you know rubber stamping giant military budgets and tax cuts and tax credits for people who uh qualify which is a vanishingly f- small number of people and so it's like hooray you know you get to go on cnn and do your little dance and you get to go on twitch and pretend to be like a relatable person but like it doesn't matter none of it matters and if you had told if i had heard myself saying this three years ago i'd have been like wow this guy's a cynical piece of shit um yeah which is but, true but also I like mean, there's it, there's a justifiability to being cynical when the world is as fucked as it is and it, it, it's i don't think it's even it's i don't think it's cynical to to be because i do think that change is possible i just don't think it's coming out of the electoral system I do think that it's possible. I do think that we can do this if we have if we have the ability to see each other as we are as fellows, fellow humans and fellow workers and share in our each other's troubles and make sacrifices, I think we can do it. But that's the but- thing is people have to have the capacity to sacrifice and yeah, there you know, needs to be a willingness to actually make those changes. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's unfortunate that the, uh, our government is, uh, propping itself up to make sure that it can always be the most incompetent machine in terms of actually helping the, most people it as, but you know, the only thing they can for sure always get done is helping rich people. And, uh, you know, Hillary Clinton's always been on that level, so it's not surprising that she's saying this stuff about oh, yeah. progressives being a bane on Democratic voters. But that's not real news. The last bit we have is real news, and that is the CDC. <laughs> it's over, folks. COVID's done. Don't worry. Just don't let COVID take away your shift. By the way, there's a CDC ad that's like this woman standing there just like, I'm not going to let COVID take away my shifts. That's so. insane. Yeah, That's this is the uh, this is where we've come to. Biden had already been the writing had been on the wall in Biden's speeches for a while now, and uh, the CDC just out and out said it. It's we don't, we don't have time for you to be isolating for two weeks. That's, that's no. ridiculous. We need you back in the meat grinder. I mean, a- Jesus a- Christ. The fact that a company can like petition the CDC to be like, so can you let our workers go back sick? That's mm. And then they said yes. I just trusted the is, science so much that I, uh, I, I said, yeah, you know what? Ten days? Fuck that. Five days? Why not? Yeah, you know, you're still not getting sad, paid like, for those So many five people days. out there, so many people out there. Like, I'm hoping that this will cause some people to wake up at least, because there's a ton of people out there I know who are like, well, Fauci is a man of science. He's one of the good ones, and hopefully now they'll be like, well, this is not science. I don't think so, man. I was, but yeah, you're right. Probably family, like, the MSNBC heads are going to keep doing what they do. I was talking with my family when this thing came out, and I was still in St. Louis, and I was like, 
So this guy who lied to us about masks and who's stretched his experience across two uh, horrific campaigns to try and stop this thing. Can we like just get somebody new, like just not? Fauci and they're like he's an expert guy. He he he's he smart he's and he's in charge of the infectious disease thing. And I was like, and what's happened? <laughs> but we have whatever. the worst handling of it of any country. Right. And that's just based on our reported numbers. We have coroner's offices flat out confirming that they refuse to check for COVID in their you know in their mm-hmm. dead. Mm-hmm. We have uh, hospitals that just can't keep up, so they just skip COVID testing in a lot of cases. Because they're massively understaffed and in danger of becoming ill themselves every day. Yep. Just we have some of the yeah. Our, we we had the best infrastructure going in and the worst response in every sense of the word. But obviously, China is the only one. No, wrong. There I think China's go. probably obviously. also lying about 100%. their numbers. But we are definitely lying about our numbers. We're well over a million dead, and if you don't think so, then <laughs> anyway, it is what it is. Yeah, it's, it's all fucked. Yeah, at least the people in China, they've actually been taken care of for the most part. Those who did have it didn't have it. I mean, it. I, I respect that I, – I personally respect that China was like, yeah, we're going to start mandating vaccination. Right. Like, yeah. Do it. Make make people do it. Do it. <laughs> I, that's – oh, it's authoritarian. It's like, yeah, but our brand of authoritarian is you're going to – you know, you can't afford to do anything fun or leave your house if you want to, if you want to be a good person, but – you can have uh, you can have the freedom to get a disease or fat balloon up to a thousand pounds of fast food. Mm-hmm. Aren't you lucky that that's so American great. freedom is the freedom to kill yourself? Right, freedom from any responsibility to others and freedom to engorge yourself on salt and corn syrup. But not freedom to actually kill yourself because if right, you commit right, right, suicide, right. if you attempt suicide in America and fail, that's an imprisonable offense, <laughs> which is just hilarious. Great stuff because it counts as an attempted murder. Great, nice. So yeah, America is definitely the freest country cool all the time that we got here. You know, um, we need. Some, I, I would not mind some authoritarian measures to take care of idiots. Get it, get it. <laughs> Use the coercive power of the state. Well, um, yeah, everything is probably terrible, but at least you have three more months on your student loans, and uh, at least we have seen evidence that if you can get your wor- entire work base to strike, like, and that doesn't mean the ent- you do need to get the entire worker base to strike, but if you can do it. You can get some results. Yeah, it's you possible. Can. Show up. So we've seen the evidence. Now is the time. 2022, we're definitely going to fix everything and <laughs> definitely not just going to keep repeating the same cycles. No more bad And years. I guarantee you that we won't have the Republicans win a bunch of seats and then the Democrats will say, well, this is why we can't get anything done. This is why we that, that certainly won't happen. Yeah. And I'm blaming all of you guys for saying defund the police. Yeah. And that always is it. It's, yeah, blame the progressive wing. Don't blame. And, I just don't get it because the whole idea of, oh, well, we need to be centrist because we need to reach across the aisle to the guys who, like you said, are actually a unified party and will never vote in favor of anything we propose no matter how much we reach. <laughs> nope. Like literally we've offered – there have been bills where we've offered the Republicans everything they wanted and they're still like, no, we're going to shut it down just because you got that D letter next to you. Yep. Solidarity. Yeah. Great stuff. But war? War is one thing we can all get behind. Everybody can agree here. So, yeah. So – Look forward to 2022 when the Democrats lose a bunch of seats 
but we can still get wars done. I'm looking forward to we're going to start a new one. It's it's you know, we've been it's, due, it's well overdue. It's been about like three for America's months since standards. we've had like something really <laughs> intense going on. I mean, we're still bombing a bunch of people. We're still killing. Yeah, we're not a, like a we're, not, we're not actually in wartime in any of in any countries right now. We need right. to get some we need to get people actually uh we're just you know willfully oppressing the will of a regime again like good old days we're just encouraging wars with things like yemen and bombing places in syria and just you know generally just killing other people indiscriminately but you know we could do that on a much larger scale yeah well i'm sure it'll happen I mean, Joe. I'm 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 honestly surprised with Joe Biden's history on war that we haven't seen him start one yet. Seriously, I'm impressed honestly. by his restraint, if anything. <laughs> honestly, yeah. if he can just keep being sleepy and just not not going to war, yeah. cool. A war doesn't start because he's too lazy to get to it. I'm, I'm okay with this. He he's forgot. He, for, he forgot that he's allowed to do wars. He's like, yeah. oh wait, that was my job. Wait. Oh, I'm sorry, man. I'm, I'm the sorry, commander. And what? <laughs> I thought. I thought. I thought it was something about commanding Cheetos. <laughs> I don't know. Cheetos in the White House. What? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it's a uh, it's a rough one out there, and uh, I know this wasn't our most optimistic episode, but we still think that the most important tools you can have are. Well, actually, before I jump to our closing statement, I almost forgot to say we will see you all in two weeks. Oh wait, we will see you all in one week. For Kyle's first ever Kyle's history, we haven't named it yet, but Kyle's history corner. I don't know. We'll figure yeah, we'll out a figure good name out. for it. Uh, but yeah, we are now going weekly, and uh, the second episode of each week, rather than being so the watch along or the review or whatever, will be our third episode of each week because it'll still be two weeks after the main episode, and one week out, our second episode of each week will always be Kyle going through some event in history and getting to be uh, us the smarty pants that he is. Show off all your useless knowledge all and trivia <laughs> about how leftism has always been fucked in the world. But yeah, uh, look forward to that. That should be a good time. Um, we are going to do our best to keep to that weekly schedule. Um, and there will be, and because there are, as you notice, five Sundays in this month, be ready for a fun surprise at the end of the month. And uh, I'm already working on that a little bit. Let's see it. I believe yeah. in it. <laughs> it'll get it'll get done. And uh, yeah, that that should be uh, the one bright spot in this horrendous dark year that's about to happen. Probably, <laughs> we're so we're such we're such optimists. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, as we uh, but yeah, as we head out, um, the best tool we can have uh, in the face of adversity right now is just as much love and solidarity as possible. Yeah, love and solidarity, y'all. It can be told in few enough words. We are not certain of his intentions even yet. They talk. So I am told.